Good evening, good evening, good evening. What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Welcome to Listen Clearly. Listen Clearly. We have an interesting, interesting show for you. I'm so excited about the show. I'm excited to introduce my special guest. This is Stacy, all the way live from Houston, Texas. What's up, Brandon? Bringing you Listen Clearly, episode five. And uh, it's funny, um, I'm learning that as a creative, as an artist, you know, you have to learn how to pivot and you have to learn how to just be ready for whatever. And that's the art in it, right? I'm I'm sitting here with my producer. I'm sitting here with my uh, special guest. And we didn't plan what we're going to talk about today like normal, but I think it's going to be an amazing conversation. This is Listen Clearly, Episode 5. Millennials and Gen Z's. So I'm going to introduce my Gen Zer uh, to the conversation, Miss Phoenix Cotton. Give it up for Phoenix. Ooh, that's me. <laughs> good evening, darling. How are you? What's up? I'm doing good. How you doing? Good. So is this your first podcast? Yes. Awesome. Yes. So how you feel? I feel I'm nervous. I feel, <laughs> I feel butterflies in my stomach. I'm just so. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I always ask. A few uh, warm-up questions to get you kind of calm, but I'm pretty sure you calm. I'm pretty sure that was sarcasm. So let's 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 ask you some warm-up questions for those of you just joining. This is Listen Clearly, Episode Five: Millennials and Gen Zs. Of course, uh, your host Stacy being the millennial, and my co-host Miss Phoenix being the Gen Z. So let's let's get right into it. Tell the listeners what your zodiac sign is. I am a Libra. Happy Libra. Happy Libra. It was my Libra birthday, too. like. On the 29th. Yes, so, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. definitely Libra season. So happy birthday to all the Libras that are listening. Happy birthday to you, Miss Phoenix. Happy birthday to me. It is definitely the greatest time of the year. It's, it's the most cooler. wonderful time of the year besides Christmas, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as good as our birthdays, though. Yeah, I was going to say, it's getting cooler. You know, I got, I'm got i putting on the boots. I, you know how you can wear your shorts with boots or you kind of wear summer clothes but winter clothes. It's the best time for fashion to me. True, fall. true. So happy birthday! Anytime's the best time for fashion, though. Yeah, that's true. That 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 is true. It's, but I am partial to fall fashion. I am. I love me a good cardigan with a with a short. A skirt. good Nike tip. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're talking today a little bit about you know some of the differences, the commonalities between you know millennials and, and Gen Zers. Um, I I brought this to you, and I thought you'd be an excellent co-host for this show because, you know, as I'm looking at social media. I see a lot of people talking about, well, these Gen Z uh, babies, they're different. And these Gen Zers, they, 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 they're much different from us. <laughs> and and, and while wrong. that may be true, I kind of just wanted to bring someone who represents that generation on the show, who represents that community, just to kind of talk about the things that may be different, maybe the same, you know, how you guys are feeling, and to see what's up. So tell the, tell the listeners how old you are. I just turned 21. So okay. I can I can drink now if somebody's trying to buy me a drink, I can. She said she can. She said she can drink. She said she can drink now because you've never ever had a drink before nah, you turned nah, twenty one, right? Never. <laughs> that's illegal. Right, absolutely. And and listen clearly, we do not condone we don't people breaking the law. All right. Youngin. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So happy birthday to you. You're twenty one. Um, if I'm not mistaken, everybody who is born uh, from 1992 
and I may be wrong, for those people that are history buffs and, you know, pop culture buffs, please look it up and you can correct me if I'm wrong. But everybody born 1992 on to now would be considered a, a Gen Zer. So, of course, I think you, it's to like 2016 yeah. or like 2000 something. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's now even another one because every 21 years, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I, I, I couldn't even tell. What's the next one? Right, I can't do math. <laughs> I can't even keep up. I cannot right? do math. Because so. it's funny because with with me being a millennial, we were like the youngest group. Like we were the last group for a long while. Mm-hmm. So now it's like not even one generation, but two another generations one. have come up since like then. DJ so. Khaled, another one. <laughs> so it's it's interesting. I'm gonna just first just ask you, you know, just some general questions. You know, you being 21. I mean, we, we met, you know, working and, and, and sharing space together, talking about being a creative and things like that. What is it like to be 21 in the world today? I mean, it feel the same. Like, I just <laughs> I just turned 21, like, last week, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's not like a big life change. I feel like, I feel like you know, when you're on The Sims mm-hmm. and you have a birthday and mm-hmm. then you just kind of. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. You age them up, and I, I just got aged up a little bit. Now I'm a young adult. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, you know, I guess I'm curious, too, about how, like, what are the things, and obviously I don't think you're going to speak for every single young person, but speak from your heart, speak from yourself. What is it like, you know, being young? I'm assuming, you know, you're pursuing your dreams. You're you're wondering, you're trying to figure out what's going on. Like, what is it like, like, from your day to day? Um, so I wake up and I'm just like, hmm, I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be awake right now. So I go back to sleep <laughs> and then I'll wake up again. I go brush my mm-hmm. teeth and I might take another nap mm-hmm. and then I'll start my day. Yeah. So I leave it like maybe 5 PM usually <laughs> on my day to day. Yeah. And, um, that's funny that you mentioned that because, um, a lot of people that are millennials and even people that aren't in a millennial generation there, even before us would say these jeans years, you know, they do whatever they want. Right. And, and I, I have mixed feelings about that. Right. So I think self-care is important. And historically a lot of people have not put themselves first. A lot of people are like, look, I got to get this job or I got to take care of my family. Everything else is more important than me. But what I've seen from people in their twenties or even teens is like, if I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. Literally. And if I want to do it, I, I, I'm going to do it. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess with that type of mindset, how do you navigate any potential consequences? So basically you do have to put yourself first because nobody else is going to care about you as much as you care about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you killed yourself, okay, cool. Like the world go stop you know, for like two seconds, yeah, but they go mourn and then they go move on and still mm-hmm. do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. You can't just give your all to a job because at the end of the day, you're just a number. Yeah. Nobody's going to care about you as much as you do. So you yeah. got to put yourself first. You're the only one that cares about you. Yeah. I think that's very um, true. And I think, especially with the rise of like influencers and people on social media and stuff, we realizing like you don't necessarily have to, I don't want to say be a slave for a job, right? Cause being, People have jobs and they can be rewarding and they do well at those jobs. So having a job, is nothing wrong with that necessarily. But I have seen people kind of work for years or decades doing things that they're not necessarily the most passionate in because mm-hmm. maybe they never gave their dreams a true chance, right? And what I hear you saying is, nah, I'm going to do what I want to do, like regardless. Literally, and everything else just going. Everybody else, like, I won't say everybody else, but I've, I've observed that, like, people – They'll be like, yeah, we got to work till you're 40. You got to retire. Why do I have to retire with a job that I don't like? Mm-hmm. I'm not about to spend 40 years of my life 
mm-hmm. doing something that I don't want to do because mm-hmm. I came to this one job one time and everybody everybody was trying to tell me they was like yeah I, w- I started when I was your age too when I was 20 now I'm 64 yeah. and I'm yeah that's not depressing to you yeah and she was like and it came it went through in the blink of an eye yeah. so you was 20 years old you came to this job that you're not really happy with yeah. but it get the bills paid you yeah. get paid on every first yeah and you close your eyes and you open your eyes and you 61 yeah your whole life done flash behind you yeah. before your eyes yeah and i think like to your point like i think uh, uh several people and i'm thinking of my mom right as as an example she kind of lived that life where she started working even at 19 at a certain mm-hmm. job. And, and she went from probably the lowest, one of the lowest level jobs at that job. And by the time she retired, which she retired younger than most, she was like maybe number three from the top person. And that's very awesome to see like that trajectory. And I think, and I don't want to speak for her yet, but I think speaking for her is like, well, my dreams at that time was being black we weren't really afforded a lot of opportunities anyway. So maybe this wasn't like what I was most passionate about, but what I cared about was I'm black. I'm working for the government. I have a job. This Mm -hmm. I'm like the pride of my family or one of the people that are the pride of my family. And wow, I have kids. And now I was struggling to take care of my kid. Now I can, you know, now I have money to like provide. So I think, you know, it's, it's beautiful to see how dreams change and how they shift and how we are the product both of us, I, I guess, being a millennial mm-hmm. energy zero, are a product of that mindset. You know, like, can you want to speak to that a little bit? Or but now that we have more freedom and stuff like yeah. that, like, yes, we're black, but now we can get really any job that we want to get. Yeah, it's not so restricted as yeah. to where I get a job at the grocery store and I'm like, yes, no other black person has got hired right, right, at this right. grocery store. And now you build your way up to the manager mm-hmm. or like to the general manager or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, like, you don't have to do that anymore. That's true. So That's after true. you retire. Were you happy with what you did after those whole 40 years? Mm-hmm. Like, are you truly happy? Mm-hmm. Or did you live life when you were younger and now you get to do yeah. what you need to do? Yeah, that is something I would say that maybe I think a lot of millennials and Gen Zers have in common where it's like, it's not, I'm going to live my life. I was young and wild and free. Now mm-hmm. I'm settling down and I'm settled. No, I, I have dreams. I'm flourishing my entire life. I'm ever changing. I'm ever growing. I'm ever, mm-hmm. you know, just blossoming. And despite marriage, despite kids, despite divorce, despite death, I want to live life to the fullest. And I think that's something that we, we both have in common. So tell tell the listeners a little bit about your your goals, your dreams, you know, what you see for yourself in the future. Well, I mean, my name is Phoenix Cotton. Mm-hmm. My parents gave me that name because if just in case I became a track star or something like that, they <laughs> wanted to. But look at me. I hate running. I'm not mm-hmm. going to run. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to run for president. I don't I don't want to <laughs> run for nothing. Well, we don't, don't have wanna... that in common. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do not want to run. I don't want to do nothing. But I do have a pretty memorable name. Mm-hmm. So, like, my passions include uh, being an artist. I make music. Mm-hmm. Um, I just do I do a lot. I'm an influencer. Mm-hmm. I I can't even name all my stuff that I'm That's doing. Awesome. I'm doing too much stuff to name, like to pinpoint everything that mm-hmm. I'm doing. And I, I, that was another reason why I kind of wanted to talk to you about this, because I think another thing that's changed between being a millennial and uh, being a generation Z, if you, if you will, you go after what you like or what you want. And if that changes, okay. You know, if I wanted to be an artist or something and after a year or so, after six months or two years, it's like, no, I actually like acting or I actually like engineering or I actually want to write now. 
you guys, it seems as if you guys make the change and you just swift and change without guilt or without anything where I think some millennials kind of felt like you got to graduate when you're 17, 18, you got to choose one major, you better go to college, you better graduate, you better get a good job in that field. Not necessarily saying we had to retire at that job, but Mm -hmm. the goal was to find a career when you were so young, when you were 17 or 18, you better choose that major and you better stick with it. What you want to be when you grow up. And what you're you, what you going to school for? You're you asking me what I want to do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you're asking me what I want to do for the next 40, 50, 60 years, and I'm 17. I don't even know myself. I don't barely exactly. know my name unless you tell me, right? So I think, you know, it's beautiful to see um, the newer generations kind of going after what their uh, interests are. And even if they change, like honoring the fact that, okay, I'm changing, so I'm just going to roll with it. I like to see that. There's right. too much money in the world and too much stuff that you can do to make money to be working one job that you don't mm-hmm. want to work. Mm-hmm. Like, there's ways, there's so many things that you can do mm-hmm. other than this deadbeat job that you don't even like to be at. Yeah. That makes you depressed. Yeah. So, let's, 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 let's uh, change a little bit to uh, something I love talking about. This what is Listen Clearly. About? Lessons of law, love, and life. We already talked about life a little bit, so now we're going to get to the love. And uh, we're talking about millennials and Gen Zers. We're talking about some of the commonalities and the differences between the two generations. I have my co-host, Miss Phoenix Cotton, with me. And we're discussing a lot of good things. It's, it's, It's been very insightful to talk to you. Now we're talking a little bit about love, right? So... Bear, bear with me. So when I went to college, it wasn't any one person um, putting pressure on me. But, you know, you hear the things, whether it be people in your family or friends. or We did, we had Facebook and MySpace, but, like, social media had just kind of started mm-hmm. um, when I was, like, in 12th grade. So <clears throat> we, I kind of grew up thinking the goal is to find a lover, man, woman, whatever, to find a lover, to marry them, to have kids. That is the ultimate, like, pinnacle of life. Like, even beyond career. Like, that's the thing. And and, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, not to say that Gen Zers don't care about that. Not to say that uh, Gen Zers don't care about love, but it seems like your generation is like, again, if I like you and we're rocking and, and we're in a vibe, Okay, but if not, it's fine, you know, and and that's not I'm not trying to assume anything, but but talk a little about that in terms of love, because at one point, I think people got married for love, but also for stability. And even if you fell out of love, it wasn't like you were getting divorced because you didn't want to lose that stability. Mm -hmm. Now, I think we're getting to a place where it's like, I got to marry you because I love you and because I like you. And at the point where I don't, it's over. Right. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you navigate dating as a 21 year old? So I feel like back um, back then, like being divorced was taboo. Right. You you don't get divorced. You mm-hmm. married that man. You're gonna stay with that man, no mm-hmm. matter if he's abusive. And it, mm-hmm. our generation is more about being happy. Mm-hmm. Like whatever makes us happy, we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Therefore, uh, when I I don't really I don't know I date, mm-hmm. but I recently had a partner for maybe like a year or mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. and um. Like, I really liked them and stuff like that, but we recently separated. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, it's it's just about happiness. Yeah. Like, we just we just date to be happy. Yeah. It's not dating for stability and stuff because there's so much instability in Gen Z. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, okay, yeah, people would say that. But I was going to say, even staying married doesn't necessarily provide you 
stability. I mean, I guess how are you mentally stable? Yeah, so I was gonna say how you define stability because if you're about to lose your mind, like, are you stable? So that's a good point, which brings me to this next point, and I'm gonna have to push back on you a little bit, right? right. So Phoenix has been speaking very eloquently for the Gen Z years, 21 year old here. Um, we're talking about a lot of things, and what I hear you saying is, my generation cares a lot about ourselves, our happiness, and not in a not in a selfish way, but like in a self-centered way. And like being self-centered is actually not a bad thing Mm -hmm. to be your best self for the world. I think you have to first be centered with yourself. And that's what I hear you saying, but this is from the outside looking in. I think that social media has a lot to do with this, but I want you to correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like a lot of people in Gen Z be sad. It's like we are. I'm on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> we are sad. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. We on always sad. And and I don't even want to get. That's to why it. we trying to be happy. Because we always sad. Trying to be happy. Why y'all sad all the time? Because like, we trying to be happy. It's a it's an everlasting circle. Okay. We trying to be happy. Okay. We sad. So we got okay. We chasing happiness. So basically, it's like being in tune with your feelings in general is gonna be in tune with your feelings in general. However, those go. We a right? depressed generation. That's I'm I mean, and I I that came from somebody in. We are a depressed generation. Look, look, that came from some. We got look. We got the producers in here raising, raising their hands. We are a depressed listen, generation, bro. Listen. We just want to be happy. And that was the reason why I brought you on this show. I don't know who's listening. I see 12, 13, 14, 15 people joining on my Instagram. I don't know who's listening on Facebook. Everybody wants to talk about the old people. The old people want to talk about the young people. What Stacy and Listen clearly wants to do is bridge the gap. I want to talk to y'all. We both sad, bro. But both, I'm saying we both sad. Yeah, but I'm I want to get at why though? Because is it that the sadness is the same, but we were just more quiet about it? Is that what you think well, it is? I feel like that um the generations going on from here are going to be way more happier because okay. our um like our parents from Gen Z, mm-hmm. they grew up with their parents from the previous generation, mm-hmm. and they raised us in a way that kind of scarred us for life. Mm-hmm. Therefore, but we're realizing this as Gen Z, mm-hmm. and we realize that we don't have to be mm-hmm. who our parents were mm-hmm. and do the same things that our parents did but you know like phoenix I, I would say you're sort of an anomaly like you're you're for the most part pretty open and and if i ask you a question you're you, you know you answer it truthfully and honestly but a lot of people in gen z and I, i'm not gonna call my cousins out <clears throat> i'm not gonna call my other mentees and stuff out but it's like you ask them how you doing good you okay yeah yeah i say Everything i say yeah, i'm no. not <laughs> you're looking at it's almost like even even trying to get eye contact it's like a struggle. And it's just like, what we say is, it's just cause y'all be too busy on that phone. Y'all just always on the phone. And that could attribute to it a little bit, but I just, I don't know if it's like COVID or just social media. I don't know what it is, but it I, from a millennial's perspective, it seems like younger people just seem very withdrawn. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, don't talk to me unless I sent for you. Like, I don't want to ask no, I don't want to answer no questions. I'm looking down here. I'm staying in my bubble. Leave me alone. But I mean... Hasn't it always been like that in every young generation? Like with newspapers and books and stuff like that. Say, say you see teenagers, mm. you're in 1960, you see some teenagers sitting on a train in the New York subway. Okay. They're not going to look up at you from their book and say, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's always been the same way. Yeah, maybe it is just like when you're going through your teenage years into mm-hmm. your adulthood, it's just like an awkward time. It could be that. But I just don't remember. Plus our friends are in our phone. Social media yeah, rules, like our friends. Social media, like I remember. Hey, what's up, bro? Like I remember, like Dap hanging out. You wanted to go to a house party. You want we like as a teenager, like I 
wanted to be around people so bad and everybody wanted to hang around. It was always like But we don't even got to do that around. no more because we have it. That's why I think like, social media we're is We're together such, on here. Listen, I can see young people and y'all, and, and I don't want to say y'all because even millennials and Don't give me a hologram. That's what I'm saying. We're guilty of this too, but especially the younger folks. You'll be completely entertained from being on your phone from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep. Like, to the point where you don't even have to use the bathroom. Like, you can go use the bathroom and just come right back. Like, and it's fine. Between how much entertainment is on the apps and stuff, it's like, I'm good. Y'all have these <laughs> these group chats and, and, and friends and close friends. And I do, too. But it's just like, it's changed. It's almost like y'all would rather talk on social media and have that social distance because it, like, provides you some type of, safety it provides you some type of physical safety like nah i'm talk to you but i'm talking to you over here but if i want to have that same conversation in your face it's, it's social, like ooh. social distancing clearly COVID. COVID. but nah no, nah this is, even not, it's not COVID. <laughs> <laughs> this is even before covid this was just like something that i've been noticing i think mm -hmm. social media i mean we're using it now so i think social media is a beautiful thing but i have because i mentor young girls you know in high school and stuff and it's just like oh, man, we got to go in person. We can't do it on the phone. We got to sit in glass. We got to talk. It's just like the physical proximity is just like a whole, it's a whole thing now. Why? So I feel like, say say me and you hung out every single day, mm -hmm. like for a month straight, every single day. Mm -hmm. And say we, we really loved each other. Like mm -hmm. we was always talking and we always laughed with each other and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to get tired of that? Like you ain't gonna get tired of texting. You ain't gonna get you ain't you ain't gonna get tired of that. Stay for a year straight. Then you not gonna get tired of being with me every day. Sometimes distance is the perfect thing for love. The absence makes the you, heart grow fonder. Okay, exactly. That's what getting at. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because we have an option now. I think prior to social media, that's it, the only you thing had you to write do. a letter or you had to pick up like the actual phone with a core or make a call. You actually had to, like, I remember when my dad passed away, people had all these stories of my dad just come outside. Like mm -hmm. you, you had to physically go. Like it was and no, you wanted like, to talk to him. Cause I, there was it no was, choice. Yeah. It wasn't like, I'd rather text. Like I had to go if I wanted to talk to you. But now I guess since we have the option, it's like, I ain't going over there. It's like maybe the convenience thing mm -hmm. has kind of spoiled. And you can bit. do whatever. <laughs> like you can be in your underwear. You can be naked and texting somebody like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But I just, I was just very curious about that. I wanted to get someone from your generation on the show to, like, give you all a platform to, like, share how you feel. So before we get into the musical selection, I did want to give you the opportunity to ask a millennial any questions that you want to ask from us. Not saying that I speak for all of them, but I speak for myself before we go to the next segment. Let me see. Do I have oh, any questions? <laughs> let, me, let me, hold on. Let me get these together. This is this is Gen Z. <laughs> so how come y'all how come y'all get mad? Like, say we have a TikTok post. Okay. And we're like, oh yeah, Gen Z, the best generation. Mm -hmm. Ah y'all like <laughs> Y'all just I think I think Y'all be just, mad as hell. Yeah, we probably do be mad. Y'all be undercover. No, Gen Z. <laughs> Just bashing so, us. So, but, a, I, but let me tell you, let me tell you real quick. Let me school you. And shout out to my auntie Didi, right? I hope that my aunt Didi is listening to this. I think that's gonna happen with every generation. Now, when you get thirty-five, 
Y'all mad because y'all get no. And you have a 21-year-old on your podcast. You're going to be the same asking the same thing and saying the same thing. Because my, my aunt is a prime example of this. Y'all don't know nothing. Y'all millennials don't know nothing. When I grew up, we didn't have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I think that's just that's just with the times. You know, I just think, like I said, once you bec- when you get older, the next generation is going to do the same thing. And you're going to be like, mm-hmm. So I think that's just a little competition. Do y'all still feel like that um that y'all should stay in relationships even if you're unhappy? <gasps> like a dungeon dragon. Mm-mm, like a dungeon dragon. Do we, do as millennials, do we feel like we should stay? I'm going to answer this very truthfully because this is, listen, clearly, lessons of law, love, and life. And I believe in transparency. I envy Gen Zers because you guys are willing to do whatever. Like, if I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. That goes for relationships to jobs to opportunities to waking up or go to sleep, going to sleep. It seems like you guys are willing to do whatever as long as you're feeling good. Now, sometimes you, I think you have to do things even when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, okay to say, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but when it comes to relationships, I'm going to say I think millennials, my generation cares a lot about image. We care a lot about the time, the too. photo op. We care a lot about, yeah, like if you've been with somebody for a while, it's like, oh, man, I, got, I, I just gave away a year, two, three years of my life. I got to start all over again. Mm-hmm. So what? Who cares? What you going to do, be miserable? You're going to be miserable for longer. So why not start over, right? But I think we care it's good to care about your image, right? You want to, you know, protect yourself, protect your future family, protect your friends and your family that you currently have. You don't want to bring them in no bullshit, right? So it's you, you should care, but I think we sometimes care to our detriment, whereas Gen Zers is like, I don't care about no picture. I just delete it. I don't care about what they say. I'm not happy. I don't, you know, and, and with us, it's like, well, we don't know how that looks, so I want to make sure everything is tip top. And that's one takeaway from the younger generation that I hope that millennials are starting to employ more, where it's like, no, my happiness first, not the image. Who cares about the photo op? Because I know that, and everybody on the show probably knows, a few people where you saw either a relationship picture or you saw a friend group picture or you saw a marriage photo. And you was like, like, dang, I, I, I want that. You you thought I want that. But I then it's like you don't me. really know what's behind that, right? You, you don't really you, huh? That's what I'm saying, right? I see a lot of girls where it's like, you posted that wedding photo, but he was showing my DMs, right? So I think millennials care a lot about image, sometimes to our detriment. That's why we stay. All right. Well, what's, you get let's, one talk more. About, <laughs> let's talk about life again. Okay. Well, it's not really life. It's fashion. Okay. What do you think about uh, our new fashion, like Gen Z's fashion choices? Welcome to Listen Clearly. This is the, you see, our, we have our Gen Z around here. I, I actually like it. I actually, I'm actually rocking this. I actually rock with it. I would you wear it? Maybe. Let, let let's talk about fashion a little bit. And this could be more about me than like all millennials. But I think when I was coming up, right, in the late I'll say late mid to late two thousands, twenty tens, what was popping was like let me think who was popping back then. Like well you got Maya, you got Ashanti, right? This was when Beyonce first started, the era of Destiny Child. Um TLC was like more like nineties. That was like earlier. But this was, like, the era of, like, sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the rappers, right? You got the Foxy Browns. You got Lil' Kim moving on up to the Nicki Minaj's, right? Where it's, like, boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, just, like, sexy was a thing. So I think, in terms of women anyway, we wanted to be 
on average, this is not every woman. Obviously, I'm not speaking for every girl, but you want it to be sexy. So the short dresses or the body fitting dresses, that was just like trendy. Like makeup and lip liner, that was just like really trendy. And in general, like me, I like feeling like confident and sexy in general. But now it seems like y'all's fashion is just like, nah, whatever I'm feeling today. Um, and I like that too. I like that too. It could be that I'm in a relationship now, so maybe I don't care more about let me be so sexy to attract certain people. So I'm not, that's not the first thing on my radar. It could be that, but I like now that I'm a little bit older, I have expanded my fashion greatly. So I'm not just trying to wear something sexy. Like if I want to wear some Jordan ones and some sweatpants, you go do that. Yeah. But I was feeling, but I feel sexy in that now, Yeah, which was something different from when I was like growing up, which I think younger people kind of already do, which I like. So okay. I give y'all that. I give y'all a point for the fashion. So this has been Listen Clearly, episode five, Millennials and Gen Zs. Not only is Phoenix our co-host for this evening, but she's our musical guest. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And we are There's going three to... points. <laughs> yeah, you've been, you've been killing like the games, like for real. And we're going to have her uh, perform her latest single, Dripping Dior. Give me one second. I got I to gotta, I gotta pull that up. We'll be back after this. Christian Dior and he give me Dior just to match his Dior. Got my body all so, but I'm dripping Dior like Mrs. Senor cause he dripping Dior. I like the boy wearing Christian Dior and he give me Dior just to match his Dior. Got my body all so, but I'm dripping Dior like Mrs. Senor cause he dripping Dior. My handful of flanks are too far where I'm lit. I'm feeling like Johnny the torches his dick. If you see me coughed and I'm sick of his shit, talking breath out his neck, put a slit in his wrist. They make their way back. I heard Fado told Fados that he missing Phoenix. I'm missing my bitch. Got old flames on my phone, so my phone like a bus line I drive this My friends can't even. Vent. I never stop niggas from leaving. I know that they know that I know that they all coming back. They leaving my crib, but they don't even pack. Took a day and a half, so the shit for a stack. He want me to call him my daddy, but gee, I'll be honestly honest. I'm probably a Mac, put him down like a doggy. They ducks, I don't quite got a new one, so big. Can't compare him to Shaq, can't compare him to shit. All I do is upgrade him. If he leave me hanging, I'll permanent bathe him. I coupon these niggas, you can't even save him. He okay, I'm couldn't make it the first. Now he blue, I won't blow. Make that blue nigga walk with no cross, so I J him. Got BF with muscles, I don't wanna tame him. My need in his back and he let me crochet him And I'm getting flowers just about every day um, I don't mean to brag but they giving me bags Bone bags, bone bags but my eyes are okay um. And a squad fuck with me They so great, they so great that means I get the denim If they ain't go lotting they won't even say nothing I like the boy wearing Christian Dior And he give me Dior just to match his Dior Got my body all sore but I'm dripping Dior I like Mrs. Senor cause he dripping Dior I like the boy wearing Christian Dior And he give me Dior just to match his Dior Got my body Body all sore, but I'm dripping to your. I like Mr. Senor, cause he's dripping to your. My handful of flames are too fire, I'm lit. I'm feeling like Johnny the torches his dick. If you see me coughed, then I'm sick of his shit. Talking breath out his neck, put a slit in his wrist. They make their way back. I heard Fido so Fido say he missing Phoenix. I'm missing my bitch. Got old flames on my phone, so my phone like a bliss line. I drive, but it's how my friends can't even vent. I like the boy wearing Christian Dior, and he give me Dior just to match his Dior. Got my body all sore, but I'm dripping to your. I like Mr. Senor, cause he's dripping to your. I like the boy wearing Christian Dior, and he give me Dior. Just the matches Dior got my body all sore, but I'm dripping Dior. I like Mrs. Senor, cause he dripping Dior.
I just say to our sister treat, I'm not worried about you. I can't live like this no more. It's Phoenix. Yes, dripped in the yard. I like that boy that's dripped in. Teach me the chorus. I like the boy. I like that boy. Wearing Christian Dior. I like that boy that's, wait. I like the boy wearing Christian Dior. Well, okay. I like the boy wearing Christian Dior. I like that. <laughs> I like that, right? I do like the new wave of music, too, especially for, like, black women. Like, we ain't putting up with your mess. Um, I'm the prize. So, in order to get the prize, what are you going to do to get the prize? So, I, I love the I'm new do wave whatever it takes. Yeah, facts. Like, I'm saying, I like seeing black women talk about putting themselves on a pedestal. That's right. Go, girl. Thank you. Thank I you, love thank it. You. I love it. So that, so what inspired Dripped in Dior? I mean, I like the boys wearing Christian Dior, <laughs> and they gave me Dior so I could match their Dior, and they had my body all sore. Oh, well. Because he was dripped well. in Dior. That's why I like Mrs. Senor, because he dripped in Dior. I like that. that. I'm telling you, you need to drop that as a single. I, I really, I, I already dropped it. It's I, on, uh, it's on Apple Music, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, all that. Okay. On YouTube, the music video's out. Where can they find you? Tell them your hashtag. Uh, your Phoenix handles. Cotton, P H O E N I X C O T T O N. That's my real name. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so tell the listeners about your next single <clears> that you're going to perform on the Listen Clearly podcast. My next single is called W W Y D. That's a lot of letters, but it stands for what would you do? Because I was, I'm asking, what would you do if I did what's in the song? Okay. All right. WWYD. <clears throat> so live at Listen Clearly, we have Miss Phoenix Cotton performing her next song, WWYD. Here we go. I just said to my sister, I'm not worried I'm about not you. I'm not worried about you. I can't live like this no more. It's Phoenix. Ms. I can't Phoenix. live like this no more. I'm tired of bum niggas crying. I took that bum nigga brother and he frying. I got that bum nigga head or he lying. I want that bum nigga dead, so I'm trying. I set that bum nigga up like he mine. I feel like Stewie, I dog him like Brian. I swear I got all these bum niggas fiending and dying. He ugly like duck, I'm a gossip like Ryan. I'm never tripping, my shoes don't need time. Got very full of lace, feeling like Edgar Allen. I'm quoting the Raven, I feel like Teen Titan. I choking this rod and this thing, Percy Jackson. I got too much time on my hands. What can I do for a couple of bands? What can you do if I start stealing men? I may take one, maybe two, maybe ten. I may make one fall in love with my friend. She got that gush and she ink like a squid. He might go diving and end up on land, bitch. He might fuck up and then you might walk in. If it did that, tell me what you do then. Bitch, can you fight? I don't mind throwing hands. Can we just talk? I don't fight over men, bitch. I do not care. I don't speak if you honor my friend. Tell me if I did this, what would happen? If you walked in and start jacking, Joe jacking. If you move first, then I swear I'm attacking. I'll only act once that I see your reaction was cracking. Yeah, I see the strap on your waist. You ain't lacking. Got eight on my hip, but he blowing my back in. Then I'm smoking a pack and she know that I'm bad. And she Cody, I'm Zach. And I'm tired of bum niggas crying. I said that bum nigga brother, he frying. I get a bum nigga head or he lying. I want that bum nigga dead, so I'm trying. I said that bum nigga up like he mine. I feel like Stewie, I dog him like Brian. I swear I got all of these bum niggas feeding and dying. He ugly like duck, I'm a gossip like Ryan. I'm tired of bum niggas crying. I said that bum nigga brother, he frying. I get that bum nigga head or he lying. I want that bum nigga dead, so I'm trying. I said that bum nigga up like he mine. I feel like Stewie, I dog him like Brian. I swear I got all of these bum niggas feeding and dying. He ugly like duck, I'm a gossip like Ryan. They swear that I'm kooky, I'm laughing like Burr. I bury her. 
about it. She deep in the gutters. I gotta evac for they come with the rudder. I'm rolling away with a tie, no rubber. I threw a harpoon at her head through the blubber. She started to cry. I'm a fight and I love her. Ain't shit in here sweet with my hands with the butter. I sailed on the duck, hands are soft on the glover. Tactical G battle, grandma not pubber. He wanna be father, don't wanna be mother. That's blanket brutality. Don't blow my cover. Got bees in the truck. I got plans for the bumper. Got plans for my comfort. Got bands for my uncles. I ran on her daddy and fucked on his son. Plus, see, I'm the captain of seas when they come. If you cheating, you see me, ho, you better run. I'm tired of bum niggas crying. I said that bum nigga Brandon, he fine. I got that bum nigga head, oh, he lying. I want that bum nigga dead, so I'm trying. I said that bum nigga up like he mine. I feel like Stewie, I dog him like Brian. I swear I got all of these bum niggas feeding and dying. He ugly like duck, I'm a gossip like Ryan. I'm tired of bum niggas crying. I said that bum nigga Brandon, he fine. I got that bum nigga head, oh, he lying. I want that bum nigga dead, so I'm trying. I said that bum nigga up like he mine. I feel like Stewie, I dog him like Brian. I swear I got all of these bum niggas feeding and dying. He ugly like duck, I'm a gossip like Ryan. I just say the right to the tree. I'm, I'm not, not worried, about, worried you. about you. I can't live I can't like this live no more. Like no Whew. It's Phoenix. It's Phoenix. Yes. Let me just say. Oops, she got to be in the background. Let me just say. You can lay on the track now. Let me give you your flowers while you here thank next you, to me. You, you can lay on the track. You. That was a cool 32. You ain't take no breath. I noticed. I ain't take no Did, breath. Was you in band or chorus or something nope. growing up? <laughs> you got some good phrasing, you know. Shout out to J. Cole. I always be telling you all the little artists that you remind me of, right? J. Cole is good at phrasing. Like, he can, and he can give you a, a little baby, too. Just can lay on the track. And you ain't hearing them taking breaths. They not choppy with it. You, you. Thank you, thank you. And thank another you. thing too, shout out to whoever your English teacher was, because that was very. I was like, dog. At the I, beginning, I was really like, I can imagine exactly what she's saying. I'm I don't want to be the My shoes Look. don't need time. Got very purple lace, feeling like Edgar Allen. Edgar That's, Allen Poe. That was what I'm saying. Quote the Raven. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the wordplay crazy sis. Quote the Raven, bro. Be what like you that. from Louisiana, right? Yeah. What what high school did you go to? Maybe West Monroe High School. Shout out to the teachers at West Monroe High School. It's the most racist school in Louisiana. Not no shout out to the teachers at West Monroe <laughs> High School. Then we do not like you. No, I'm just playing. Whoever was your like influence, English wise, did a good job. This is coming from a former ELA teacher, so I think that's why I like rap music because I'm like, oh. That was so gory, and I and now that's why I like Twenty One Savage too, right? Because his music is very like. Who visual. you ever heard use the word harpoon in a song? That's what I'm saying. No, your wordplay is good. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Your music is fantastic. Remember, when you blow up, you got a year. All I right, you, I got you. You got more I got, than I got that, a year. but it's, it ain't gonna take that long. So next year, when you at the BET Awards, you can say, "Wait, wait, wait. I need one more invitation." I got a shout out. Stacey. No, 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 no you gonna be there. You gonna be there. I'm already be there. Okay, okay. We gonna have listen clearly. We gonna win the best hip hop, whatever. At they a, have this hip hop platform Stacey. award now. Yeah, you gonna be there too. Yes, <laughs> our producer will be there too. But it has been a pleasure meeting you and, and talking with you. Thank you for helping me bridge the gap between millennials and Gen Zers. This has been Listen Clearly episode five, and this has been Phoenix Cotton and Stacy. See y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>